0: Hello, I'm Terry Schultz, and I am Channeling Brussels, getting newsmakers, movers, and shakers to lose the lingo, burst out of the Brussels bubble, and have real conversations about the critical foreign and security policies shaping our world. It's the rest of the story, beyond the few seconds of sound bites that make it into the news. This week's Channeling Brussels is brought to you by the Atlantic Council. We're starting out the new year with an interview that's very special to me. I've been fortunate enough to travel to Afghanistan six times, to report and even spend a few days of personal time with friends there. I wish I could do more reporting on developments there, especially on the lives of women and children. So this interview with Satara Hassan, the CEO of an all-female television network in Afghanistan, Zan TV, is a true honor for me. That's right, an all-female television station in Afghanistan, a country bursting with satellite TV stations, but not with opportunities for women. Zan TV doesn't just have women reporting, but women reporting about women and fearlessly discussing the problems they face, as well as general coverage of daily issues. ZanTV was started last summer by media entrepreneur Hamid Samar, who believes there's a market in Afghanistan for female-centric programming and is willing to take a gamble on it. So far, ratings are looking good, All anchors and reporters are women. Some men also work behind the scenes and help train the female staff, many of whom are still students without a lot of experience. All of them are brave. While there have been a lot of advances since the Taliban ruled this country, there are still many hurdles for women in Afghan society, some of them dangerous. I was fortunate enough to meet Sitara Hassan when she was visiting NATO headquarters with the Afghan defense minister, where she also interviewed another superstar woman, NATO Deputy Secretary General Rose Guttemuller. Sitara was born in Afghanistan, but her family fled and eventually ended up in Denmark. She moved back as an adult, compelled to be part of Afghanistan's future, against her parents' wishes, who feared for her safety. This lady isn't scared of anything. I had so many questions for her. Settle in for our long talk.
1: There are two areas when we talk about women in media in Afghanistan. Uh, there are obviously a lot of reporters, female reporters in Afghanistan, and uh, have been there for a while now, and that's uh, because media has improved a lot, and the, the, the most growth we have seen in Afghanistan is probably the media. But The thing is, uh, these all of these other media are, are probably, uh, most probably, male-dominated. So it's hard for a woman to get a job and, and, and become a senior, get a senior position. Um, so, so they usually are not the decision makers. They report uh, for somebody who has decided an angle or an area that is, again, uh, from an, a man's perspective. So
0: you're actually ahead of the rest of us, aren't you?
1: Well, uh, I, I, I'm not sure if you're ahead of everybody else, but I do know that media is very male-dominated in a lot of countries. Um, and that is, that is one of the reasons that women's issues are uh, not discussed or uh, not getting as much attention as they should, not in only Afghanistan, but elsewhere as well. So, so what I want to do um, uh, do with this station is that we want to be a wise, wise for women, uh, through a woman. Uh, really, so, so you, you no man come here and decides what angles we should cover but a woman herself. Uh, and that's, I think, very, very important to be, uh, if you want to claim that we want to be wise of women in Afghanistan.
0: At the same time, I mean, does that mean that you don't cover men's issues, or you don't cover um, issues that don't have a female protagonist in them or what does it mean because we don't see many female dominated mediums of any kind and
1: so um i don't really know what that would look like to begin with we are very much focused on uh, on women's issue in afghanistan and and you might uh, know that it is uh, there's a lot to cover. Uh, it is uh, there are a lot of things to be discussed, to come uh, to spotlight and to start a conversation about. Uh, so, so at the moment we are very much focused on all aspects of women's issues in Afghanistan. We might consider uh, going to other areas later uh, in the TV's uh, lifetime, but at the moment we are covering all issues in regard to women. However, uh, it's not going to be for women only because I think it's very, very important that we also focus on men understanding the importance of including women, the importance of participation of women, so that overall Afghanistan become a country which is developed. And we all know a developed country is not possible without women being actively participants of the society, of the political decisions, uh, or any other um, relevant issues of development. Um, how, How would a story look different? for Zen
0: TV to cover it than for Tolo TV to cover it?
1: Well, I I would like to think that we would be more accurate in terms of uh, coming as close to the reality as
0: possible. The reality being that women are 51 percent of the population, even more perhaps in Afghanistan because of long years of war. Is that what you mean by accurate?
1: Yes, uh, including that, but also including that the women should feel home and feel safe um, coming to this TV TV station and be not afraid of saying whatever they like to talk about, uh, whatever they want to be covered. They should feel free. They should see us as an opportunity opportunity as a platform that is available to all women, all ages, all ethnicities from wherever you are in Afghanistan, this is your platform. That's the kind of message I want to give across to all women in Afghanistan. Uh, This is a a TV station where people would not look at you differently because you're a woman and because you're an Afghan woman. Uh, This is 100% uh, equal rights and opportunity for all women of Afghanistan to come and raise any issue they find relevant. And where did you get the idea? And also, fair to ask, where do you get the funding? The idea was uh, inspired by Hamid Samar, the founder of TV t- uh, station, uh, by his mother. Um, he he claims that uh, it her his mother was very very much um, the person who. Uh, was behind the whole idea of uh, him doing something for for women of Afghanistan. Uh, she has been working in Afghanistan for years, and she he says it's it's very important that um, somebody uh, is is take paying attention to women and uh, women's importance uh, in Afghanistan. So so that that is his contribution to his mother. And so it's completely yeah. independently funded hundred uh, percent so far it has been uh, privately uh, funded um, so it is a hundred percent private investment uh, has been running for quite a while on that we have not gotten any kind of other funding so far which is um, really important isn't it for your
0: it independence is. you can't take government money you I mean not even USAID money you know it's um, it really means that you can say whatever you want
1: exactly uh, while there has been a lot of offers to the TV station from other people who would like to be a part of it but I think it was very very important to to um, to protect uh, the neutrality of the TV station politically uh, religiously and ethnically in Afghanistan it's crucial that we stay as neutral as possible and close to our core value which is sustainable goal number five um which is uh, empowering women and girls of afghanistan in eliminating violence and discrimination against all women and girls and and when you say that that um you include all religions and
0: all ethnicities so you do have a diverse a, a diverse staff where you have included people from from all the different ethnic groups in afghanistan i mean how did you how did you attract them i mean sometimes You would even be having to take in people that didn't have any training. There isn't, there aren't journalism schools for women all over the country, are there?
1: Uh, There is a a faculty in Kabul University that train uh, girls and guys in in journalism. So we have quite a few students who studies or have done uh, journalism studies in Kabul University. Um, And the thing is, yes, uh, to to your first question, a lot of our employees are um, very diverse in terms of ethnicity coming from different areas of Kabul, unfortunately. We would like to attract more women, we have some people in Herat who are reporting for us and some in Jalalabad. My idea is that we have a reporter in each province of Afghanistan, so we are representing every woman in every corner of Afghanistan. That's something that I'm working towards and I really would love the opportunity uh, and help and support to get uh, all women of afghanistan fully represented in this tv channel um because i think one thing is women of kabul and bigger cities are very very fortunate in terms of uh, having access to a lot of media a lot of uh, schools uh, seminars workshops i want this tv not to be only for women of big cities but for all women who who do not have access to come to centers uh, and do not have access to come to um, seminars and, and schools and universities and things like that, uh, they are also can have the opportunity to learn a few things from the TV station.
0: It takes guts just to be a reporter. I mean, female journalists get harassed just for being a journalist, like women do in, all, in other walks of life. The female pilot, you know, had to seek asylum. Um, how do you experience that and how do you convince other women that it's going to be worth it to put yourself in, in danger?
1: And it is very, very inspiring uh, to me as well that we did not have to convince anybody um, because there are a lot of self-motivated young Afghan women who who would love to be part of the movement or the revolution of uh, bringing women to the front. I think it's very important that these women are supported, encouraged, and there is a platform where they can come and use their energies, their ideas, their initiatives, and to get to other people as well, to reach wider population of Afghanistan, and that Uh, It's also um, uh, an example of how the Afghan women, if given the chances, would be able to achieve uh, and accomplish the same things that other women in other countries can, just given the opportunity. Or or as as well as men have. Exactly. (laughs) But the thing is, I think I find uh, Afghan women to be extremely brave. Um, I think if the same war and difficulties and harassment and discrimination was going on in another country, uh, women probably would be most afraid to get out of their homes to do anything because you're risking your life just going to school, you can risk your life just going for shopping, and you are risking to be harassed by every person goes by you. But beca- you are, but I mean... Because you are a woman, yet a lot of women in Afghanistan dare to go out dare to fight against their families, dare to go to school even if it's not seen as something positive. Working in media is one of the things that are morally not right. Yet a lot of women come there and they want to be seen. They are on Facebook, they are on YouTube, they are on on the face of a camera and on a a TV set. And they're proud of it. And I find it extremely inspiring. And I, that's something I think all of us, not only me, everybody should support. Because it is like you're you really encouraging them to, to, self, to save themselves. It's like in what NATO is doing. You're not fighting the fight for them, but you're teaching them to fight. You're supporting them, you're assisting them so they can take on in their own fight and fight it themselves. What kind of problems
0: do you have? I mean, it's especially when you first started up, nobody would seen anything like this before. Mm. Did you get a lot of calls saying, get off the air, we don't want you there? Um, I mean, do you just say, well, turn the channel then?
1: <laughs> the funny is that, and I also always divide, probably a lot of uh, people do that, but you have uh, like a target audience and then, then you look at overall audience uh, population of Afghanistan and I divide them in three one part of our our audience, our population, is encouraging and they see the importance of this TV channel. Both men and women. Both men and women. And I really want to point that out, that there are, of course, men in Afghanistan who are educated, wise. Um, and very um, uh, modern uh, the thinkers who understands the importance of bringing women uh, to the front and bringing women to the tables of negotiation, peace processes and um, bringing them so they are involved in development of Afghanistan. And there are, of course, a larger group who are indifferent, probably most uh, curious to see what we can achieve, what we can do with this TV channel. So they would probably be okay. supporting us if they can see we can do a real amp- impact on people's lives. And the third part is, of course, and unfortunately, a more conservative group who would is obviously uh, not supporting us. At the same time, probably also Threatening us sometimes, and I uh, recently, a month ago, we saw a Facebook um, message um, uh, that somebody had written about uh, how ZanTV's TV's um, employees are against the Afghan uh, culture, Afghan uh, rules, and Islamic values. How this half naked woman should be, uh, if he would allow himself to say, killed. That would probably be okay in in, uh, in the eyes of God. And you're Um, half naked just because you're not veiled? uh, Most of the women, no, everybody in the TV channel is veiled. um, uh, But we can probably see a little bit of hair and that is enough to call them half naked. Obviously <laughs> so, okay. so, 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 are, uh, so that is that is of course very disturbing um, very very um, disappointing to see people at this uh, day and age have views like that and dare to share that on Facebook and other people dare to like it and comment it and encourage those kinds of ideas so so of course and but but at the same time it also encourages you it motivates you to work harder to work more to change their mentalities if not you can change their mentalities well they're at least is at least transparent <laughs> if you could call that uh, people do uh, do sh- do share their ideas um on facebook even if uh, it's it is very much against um the regular uh, common sense. Um, so, so, but the thing is, I find it, uh, it motivating because the more we pay attention to these issues, the more they are discussed, the more we are able to change ideas of the upcoming generations. Maybe it's hard to f- change people's thinking at this time, especially the people who ha- who are very strong-minded about their thoughts of what is value and culture in Afghanistan. But at least if we could showcase good examples of posit- positive masculinity to Afghanistan's future generation, that manhood is not about suppressing women, menhood is not about um, going against women's education, women's work, women's uh, freedom, but masculinity or positive manhood is about encouraging your peers to be as hardworking as yourself so you all together can develop a country that you are all proud of. And do you find that men your own age, how old are you? I'm 30. Do you find that
0: men who are 30 um, do see things the way you do? I mean, you've got a country that's still in war, which skews sort of social development in some ways. Anyway, it's not like everybody can just focus on moving ahead, achieving the U.N. Sustainable Development Goals, you know. Uh, you guys have other things to worry about. Um, so do you find that your generation sees what you're doing as normal? Because they've seen on the Internet, they've seen things that, you know, their parents didn't see.
1: I, I, I do see a difference, but it's not prominent enough. Um, I think the more more should be done. Um, but there is a positive change. There is a positive understanding Um, people are wiser uh, thanks to the media Thanks to social media in Afghanistan, thanks to the freedom freedom of speech, um, be having growth in Afghanistan, so people have access to more information now, and they, especially the younger generation who can read other languages and understand other languages have access to more information, and that of course has a very positive uh, impact on how they think and how they would like their children and their future to be in a, a what country and what kind of a country and society and that's very powerful if you have a vision that is different than that reality uh, uh, so, so but at the same time i i think uh, it's very important that we change the perspective of women themselves about their own abilities their own rights and that's something that is quite missing i find uh, a lot of women um, do not know that there are uh, they have 100% equal rights in in the eyes of the constitution of afghanistan and that if people harass them or are 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 having uh, conducting violence against them or criminals should be punished there is law that would that will protect them from these kinds of harassment. But the thing is, and that's going to be taking a lot of time. On and paper,
0: there are. But I mean, let's not pretend that that there is this justice system that women can turn to that serves them well, because we all know the stories. And you know, I don't want to just bring up bad things, but we know this. We know that the system isn't equipped to handle abuse cases the way it should. I mean, there is still child marriage far too often. And and um, the, the, just, the, the criminal justice system just isn't there yet where women could go to the police station because they're often returned to their families if, if abused wives try to run away. I mean, unfortunately, there are too many of those cases mm. for women to feel confident yet, aren't there? I mean, sure, there are other exceptions, and you're trying to highlight those. Thank goodness, but I I know why women my age would not be confident to run down to the police station and say, my husband hit me.
1: I absolutely agree with you. And I think even in Europe, 20, 30 years ago, women uh, found themselves okay with being hit or verbally abused or physically even abused in their uh, homes. Still happens way too much today. the thing is, I, it's a very important point, it's not about Afghan women, women generally, I think it's very, very important um, to, to, for the women to understand that they are the one who finds themselves accepting these behavior and they should not do that. They should not be okay. They should not find themselves in a situation like that and forgive and forget and accept it. That is very important for every woman to understand. Imagine if every woman said I'm not gonna accept it, then Nobody would do that because all women say she's not going to accept it. She is not going to, no woman will accept it. It's very important that women stands for other women in this case also because one woman does not accept it. Other woman says, oh, well, it's okay for me then what do you do? You are jeopardizing what she has done to protect every woman's right. The system is not right there yet. The system cannot protect them, but at least the woman knows what not to accept. At least they are aware of their, the opportunities, their rights, the, 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 the things that should not be okay in a society. And that is powerful because when you know, you act upon it and and is this some of the things like is your programming on Zan TV
0: do you have a lot of of programs like this you know, or I, or are, is it completely
1: normal programming you know pokemon and and, and <laughs> <laughs> i have i have divided uh, that we have a, a 5 year strategy for Zan TV and in this five strat- 5 year strategy we have divided uh, seven areas that we think are very important prominent areas and they're political empowerment of women, social empowerment of women, cultural empower w- um, empowerment of women, economical empowerment of women, religious empowerment of women, and psychological empowerment of women. And I also have uh, uh, put there, uh, women's women importance of women in peace and security, and of course, empowering women through sports and uh, areas like that. And in each of them, I'm focusing on different aspects. In 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 the political empowerment of women, we are definitely and up, upcoming collections. We want to um, be the first media who are going to really focus on how to be uh, a media that that uh, s- that significantly take active actions f- to include more women in the elections, so women know about their political rights and exercise them, at the same time also be a, a platform for women who are candidates. Um, because financially, women tra- tra- struggles more than a man financially to run for an election, and we want to be that support for them and and things like that so in each d- division we have a, a set of programs that we focus on uh, especially because one thing is very important for me that we are not someone who only raise um, uh, questions and raise uh, awareness but we are also focused on solution so 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 we are like okay there is this issue of violence but how can we solve it and what what does a woman think about how sh- how it can be solved um, that's i think is very very important um to that because because we have been hearing and we have been hearing from other medias other medias have been very good at highlighting the domestic violence the moral crimes uh, that that women face in afghanistan and being punished being killed for l- loving someone uh, you 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 get killed and things like that we have they have been in the highlights of a lot of media in Afghanistan. So we are not going to be another similar media. What we are going to want to do, we want to be able to impact and prevent and find solutions together. How should this be pre- prevented in the future? How can we decrease it? How can we let mothers and fathers know you should not marry your daughters too young? How can we let know women that... Pregnancy should happen, there should be a, a, a time distance between pregnancies, like things like that. Healthcare, uh, I don't know, nutrition values when a woman is pregnant. Like all those kinds of programs in different areas, especially in religiously. I think it's very, very important that we, because it's it has been very common in Afghanistan to hit a woman or beat a woman and doom a woman with religious. Um, statements that come from somebody who has probably personal ideas and personal uh, mission, hidden uh, value, hidden missions with saying those statements, but no no woman really knows or scholars are going and research it to see how truthful they are. I don't want that to happen anymore. You, you hit women with c- uh, culture, with morals, with with everything, and also you use religion against her. You're using religions, religion to restrict her from her own rights. You restrict her from, restrict her from education, from going to school, from saying no to you getting another wife and things like that. So, so I want. So we have an Islamic program where we have female scholars who who talk about Islam from a woman's view. Um. So, so, so they discuss. From a female uh, view, I think we could go there. But but it's all about hearing, uh, is learning about Islam, not through somebody who thinks I'm a man, so I'm going to translate it and define it the way it's going to be beneficial for me as a man. But a woman saying the truth. I because the one thing is Af- a lot of people in Afghanistan are Muslim but have never read Quran they don't even if they did they didn't understand anything because in Arabic and Afghanistan do not speak Arabic are people of Afghanistan so, so now the, a new session is starting where we are gonna translate the Quran So each words get translated. So not that people only understand role of women in Islam and are seeing at women through Islamic views, but also understand what is in this book. A holy book that we uh, swear by and stand by, what really is it it about? Uh, And if you truly live by the book, you probably would encourage women to be more successful, more educated because the prophet's wife was somebody who was married twice, uh, who was a very successful business woman. Um, pr- if you are doing business, I imagine you're very strong, you have an educational background or whatever at, th- at that time was relevant, and you are allowed to go out, you're free to move, you're free to, t- to talk with other men to do business. And so, so if she was able to do that, why are we not allowing other women, why they should hide in burqa and at home and only raise children? And I could go on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I bet you could. Um, Just a couple more questions. How do the men respond that you go to interview? Because, okay, maybe men are watching you, and it's okay to watch you in their own home. But when you go to the newsmakers and you ask your questions, they're used to it being men.
1: It's more common that a woman stands behind the questions and has a mic, but it's even more uncommon to see a woman standing behind the camera. Uh, we have a woman who is videographing, so she is behind the camera. And she was telling me once that when, she, when there are a group of men standing with their cameras and she comes, they usually don't think she, uh, she is the camera woman, so they would not allow or they would be very disrespectful to her or to just degrade her position because she is a woman. And the more they see a woman, the more they realize they are equal. So it's all about you showing, showcasing your abilities, um, your strength uh, to, to do equally good, if not better. Uh, and I, I think media is very creative field and women are naturally very creative. So why not allow them to use their creativity to the highest point, to the highest uh, degree in, in media? The, probably media would grow much much further if there were more women in in senior positions, and higher positions, decision-making positions.
0: Do you see the life of the the channel um, continuing to be only women? I mean, is there a time when you could see that there is enough equality that it's not just a female channel? Or is that the long-term goal is that you stay an all-women channel?
1: my long-term goal is equal rights equal participation equal opportunities of men and women in afghanistan that is the goal and uh, when we have achieved that and hopefully i would say in 2030 because the sustainable goal uh, deadline or timeline is 2030 and sustainable goal number five talks about equal opportunities and and eliminating all kinds of violence against women by 2030. So I would be extremely proud if I sat there by 2030 and said we contributed a whole lot to that agenda of world in Afghanistan. So Afghanistan is not behind everybody else in becoming equal for men and women. That would be my biggest dream come true.
0: That's Satara Hassan, the CEO for Zan TV, Afghanistan's first all-female television station, whom I interviewed at NATO headquarters in Brussels. I wish them all the luck in the world and an exponential increase in audience this year. I wish myself the same, actually. That's going to wrap it up for the first episode of 2018. A very happy new year to listeners of Channeling Brussels. Thanks for being here. And thanks to the Atlantic Council for sponsoring Channeling Brussels. I'm Terry Schultz. Join me next time.